what is up everybody this is gabe hunter is currently not able to record this week but since it's week one i had to get something out i have a few things to talk about this episode won't probably won't be as long as the other ones since it's just me but let's start this thing off with some fantasy football talk mainly i'm just going to talk about my team and then whenever hunter gets back we will kind of discuss more about the whole league but we had a drive last Friday and I just want to kind of announce my team and announce some things I want to, I'm thinking about in, in this league. So I'm, I forget who I picked where and stuff, but I know I picked Michael Thomas first, but I'll just go down. So I have Tom Brady at quarterback, Jonathan Taylor, the Indianapolis rookie running back, Antonio Gibson, the rookie for Washington. Like I said, Michael Thomas, Tyreek Hill, Darian Waller, DJ Moore, Jarvis Landry, Harrison Bucker, and Patriots defense. My bench consisted of Devontae Freeman, Daryl Williams from the Kansas City Chiefs, Emmanuel Sanders, Golden Tate, and Blake Jarwin. Now, as you can probably figure out already, that my running back situation is betting on two rookies that haven't looked the greatest in camp they've looked pretty good but not like it not like a barry sanders or anything now my wide receivers on the other hand are completely stacked i uh i i, I mean it's it's this is pretty much banking on my wide receivers hold, holding their own and i think tom Brady's gonna i got him like the eighth or ninth or something and i think that's a still for a team that's so heavily offensive um, I'm pretty excited about this team, but it's, I mean, if Jonathan Taylor and Antonio Gibson don't really do anything, I'll be in a lot of trouble. Um, I'm pretty happy with Michael Thomas. I think this is a half point PPR league. So Michael Thomas type kill. Darren Waller should get pretty good points. Uh, DJ Moore and Jarvis Lynch will both get probably average eight catches a game, maybe six, somewhere around there. Um, the reason I picked the Chiefs kicker instead of Justin Tucker, though, is the Ravens seems to go for two a lot more often than any other team, really. And the Patriots defense has always been really good. Uh, I, it's it's going to be kind of interesting to see how they are. I think Kyle Duggar's going to most likely be covering tight ends because it's been it was like a report I think on Wednesday saying that they try to get a keep to leave this uh off season just to cover tight ends and i think kyle duggar's the probably the fastest and biggest safety that they have that could probably cover tight ends but i'm not i haven't looked into it too much on who might do it since patrick chung got since he opted out but i'm, I'm the Patriots defense might be this might be the one year that they they're not the greatest defense on fantasy Usually they get a lot of turnovers, so I tend to get a lot of points. I've had, I think I've picked up the Patriots defense in 95% of my fantasy leagues I've ever been in. And they've always been at least decent. I think one, I want to say one year I picked up like Denver or something. And not the 2015 year, but another year. And they actually lost me a game due to them getting like negative two points. And I lost by like. 0.5 points or something it was really stupid but anyways i know it's kind of boring to 
listening to people talk about fantasy football if they're not in a league. So make sure next year you uh, do something and see if you can join. So there's some pretty big signing re-signings this year, uh, right before the season started. I have made a small list of some players I want to talk about. One so-so. But uh, let's start it off with DeAndre Hopkins sign a two-year extension for $54.5 million. That takes him through 2024. And the cool part about that is he signed it. I mean, he made it by himself. He didn't have an agent or anything. I'm sure he had help, like people talking to him. But he signed it by himself, and he's the, now the high. I mean, that he's the, it's a highest contract for a wide receiver. That offense is going to look absolutely just scary. DeAndre Hopkins fits and friggin' Kyler. You have Kenyon Drake. It's kind of of the uh, X factor, I guess. If he plays really good, that offense is going to be nearly unstoppable. Um, and then you have the Bills re-signing Tredavious White, uh, four years, seventy million. The, I mean, he's he he was competing with Gilmore for Defensive Player of the Year the last year, and he did everything. I mean, I put him as a second best corner in the NFL right now. Um, he just does everything, and it's kind of like a it's kind of like a dream like what if gilmore was still on the bills and then they drafted for some reason they still drafted tredavious white imagine a defensive backfield with gilmore on one side and white on the other you would have you would have to your third string wide receiver would have to win games and that's nearly impossible um and then Cameron Hayward re-signed for four years, 75 uh, 75.1 mil. He's 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 a consistent pro bowler. Um, I mean, it's worth it. He's not like a J, like a JJ Watt type player. He is he he does do consist consistent pressure, but I'm not a huge fan of him. Like it's not like I don't like him. I just I don't follow the team and I don't really care to if we're going to be honest. Um, and then you have. Deshaun Watson's he didn't go full Mahomes, but he signed a four-year $160 million. It's a huge deal, no matter what. Average 40 mil. I mean, that's so much money for a quarterback. It's uh I mean some 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 point it's gonna have to cap off, especially with all this COVID and stuff going around, the salary caps dropping. And I mean it, it kinda it's kind of interesting to see what's going to happen with quarterback prices. Um, I think I personally think he's a great quarterback. He's one of the top five, top ten. I think in our previous episode, I forget. I think well, maybe episode one or two or something, we did best quarterbacks, and uh, I think I think I mean, he's he's one of the best quarterbacks. He hasn't had the playoff success that I, I would like as a for an elite quarterback, but he does. I mean, he he does play really well. Okay, this next guy, I, I'm conflicted. Keenan Allen signs a four-year, $80 million. It's a lot of money for a guy that can't finish a season. It's, I mean, I, it feels like he's hurt every single year. The, the last time I remember him was he actually played a playoff game versus the Patriots, and Gilmore actually left him completely open for the Chargers, like, first and i mean i don't think they scored another touchdown until like the fourth quarter of that game um the ch yeah other than that like 
I don't, I don't really see him much. Keenan Allen's just not really playing all that much. And it just seems like a lot of money for a player. Now, whenever he on, is on the field, he's a great player. But it's just he's just not always on the field. And that kind of rubs me the wrong way. I would have tried to see if I could trade him, honestly, if I was the Chargers. Um, the Colts re-signed Ryan Kelly to the biggest center signing. Four years, 50 mil. He's one of the best centers, so you can't go wrong. The Colts have quietly put together a really fine team. I just hate Phillip Rivers. And like I said in the, I think two episodes ago, I really hate Phillip Rivers. He's a terrible quarterback and he's overhyped. He's just for, he just gets stats. Um, but he probably won't get sacked too many times this year. And he'll probably get a lot of, I mean, he'll probably get a lot of the yards and touchdowns and Colts should win quite a bit of games because that defense offense is pretty good. I mean, they have weapons, great offensive line, maybe possibly the best offensive line in the NFL. And that's, that's saying something. Um, I would say Ryan Kelly's probably right below Travis Frederick from the Cowboys, but they're both elite players. And then the probably, I would say the fifth best corner or something in the NFL, Jalen Ramsey signs the largest defensive back contract for five years, $105 million. The Rams are just giving everybody money. It's crazy. The Rams, I, they seem like they're in a lot of trouble with all the cap, but I don't I mean they're going to have to do something. Paying Jared Goff all that money and I mean, Aaron Donald, whoever else they're paying. They're paying a lot of people a lot of money, but he is a good player and he's probably worth it. Um, I don't, it, it makes me kind of worry about wh what Gilmore's going to want whenever he's uh, available. He has this year and the next year to play. And I would imagine the Patriots either trade him or re-sign him by next year if they want to keep him, which he is. I think he's 29 right now. He'll be like 30 or 31. I may be a year off. So that might be a little, uh, that that might inflate or whatever uh, Gilmore's schedule, uh, contract. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, as you can know, I'm a Patriots fan and I'm pretty optimistic about some of the players and that defense needs Gilmore. I mean, they have the best defensive backfields and he's a big part of the reason why he's, why that defensive backfield is so good. Um, I mean, it's just, it kind of does everything. on. So now that we got some resignings done, it was a little quick, but I don't have too much to say about any of them. All of them are big name players and most people know who they are anyways. So you probably figures, oh yeah, that makes sense of why he signed a huge contract. I'm still huge on Kyler Murray. Oh, one thing I do want to say is I don't appreciate people taking Kyler Murray before I wanted to draft him in fantasy fo football. In both of the leagues I'm in, he gets picked way early. And I'm like, just just wait. But what's funny is week one, I'm playing against Kyler Murray. And I'm projected to win by like 12. So, anyways. Let's start the NFL season. Guys, it's week one. Starts on Thursday at 7.20 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's the Texans at the Chiefs. Now, 
it's going to be a great game. And it seems like with all everything going on in the world and stuff that it, it seems like it's been like five years since football season was, it could just be because the Patriots weren't in the Super Bowl this year and they lost in the first round. So that could help me a little bit, but it's crazy that it's back now. Okay. So the Texans chiefs, I have the chiefs winning. Hunter has Texans winning. It's Thursday night football. Anything can happen. The one reason I, I wouldn't be shocked to see the Texans win just because it's like a Super Bowl hangover type thing. And I'm pretty, I'm kind of happy. I'm kind of like excited to see how this Texans team works without DeAndre Hopkins. Now that might sound crazy, but they still have Brennan Cooks, Will Fuller, and they have David Johnson with Deshaun Watson. That's a pretty legit team. Chiefs, they pretty much brought everyone back, but they do have a question mark, but a good question mark at running back. They drafted, I can't say his name, so we'll just go with that. But he, I mean, he's projected to be really good, and we'll see how, I mean, it's his first game back, so it's his first game in the NFL, so see how that goes. But yeah, I, I, I can see it being a high-scoring game for sure. So let's move over to Sunday. We have the Jets at the Bills. It's Sunday at 12 p.m. And I uh, I, I want to say it's the Bills going to take this one. And Hunter agrees with me. It's also the Bills. The Jets are kind of in turmoil again. They got rid of Jamal Adams. And I mean, they got Mims on the offensive side. But I don't think they'll pass it. I think White's going to shut them down or... Yeah, uh, Jets just don't look good this year. I see them lo being the worst in the division behind the Dolphins. Um, yeah, it's just, it just it doesn't look good for the Jets this year. And the Bills, Stefan Diggs, I mean, they look good. I mean, it's just all going to be dependent on Josh Allen. And that's how far they, they will go with this season. The next noon game is the Packers at the Vikings. Um... This is going to be probably the best noon game. Uh, Packers and Vikings all seem tend to always fight it off. Vikings, I mean, they both have a good team. I I had the Packers winning, but I think I'm going to change my decision and go to Vikings. Hunter says the Packers. Um, the reason I'm going to with the Vikings is, I mean, I just think if they have more of a complete team, offense, defense, Packers, I mean, if they outside of adams they don't really have much um yeah i will just we'll just go from there um the other noon game would be eagles at the washington football team and if that hasn't uh like resonate with you yeah uh, washington football team is going to be interesting to hear this year but anyways i think the eagles will win the Washington Redskins, well, oops, see, I said it. I said the slur. The Washington football team, uh, I mean, they they have a good future. I really hope Alex Smith plays. I know he's, I mean, he probably should never play football again, but I really want to see him back on the football field, at least for like one play. I think it would be a cool comeback story uh, because, I mean, he went from almost dying to back in the NFL. And I think that's pretty cool. Hunter thinks the Washington football team will win. 
And I think the Eagles, I mean, it's early in the season. Carson Wentz is still going to be playing. So I think this is the best chance of winning. All right, let's move on to the next noon game. We have the Browns, the Dirty Browns at the Ravens. Now, the Browns was one of the few teams to beat the Ravens last year. And it was before Lamar Jackson became uh, the MVP, Lamar Jackson. The, the, the Browns have no excuses on if they don't win this year. I'm not saying the Super Bowl. I'm just saying make some damage in the playoffs. There's zero reasons on why they don't. Besides, the offensive line, I guess, isn't the greatest. I'll give you that. But Baker Mayfield, this is your time. You have to show the NFL that you're a, a NFL quarterback. You have the confidence. You've you've I, this offseason you've said that you've you're more humble and you kind of understand it now. So this is it. They do have a new head coach in Stefanski, I think. Um, but I still think the Ravens are going to win. And Hunter agrees with me. Um, I mean, the Ravens just got better. They have a top defense and a top offense. What not to, what's not to like about them? The next noon game would be Colts at the Jags. And this is an easy one. The Colts are going to win. And Hunter ag agrees with me. The Jags have pretty much sold off everyone on their team. They are rolling with DJ Chark and Minshew. And if you think if you're a Jags fan, I apologize because the Jags are going to suck this year and you're going to, you're going to, you have two options. Well, three options. Okay. You can win a few games and lose the first pick draft Trevor Lawrence and get rid of Minshew trade the first pick and keep Minshew. I think the best selection would be drafting Trevor Lawrence. We'll see how it goes. Colts, like I was, like I was saying earlier with the Ryan Kelly resigning, they have everything besides a god-awful quarterback. God, I hate Phillip Rivers. Anyways, let's go on to the third, like the fourth to last noon game on this list. The Raiders are at the Panthers. I and Hunter both think the Raiders are going to win. Now, I do want to say the Panthers do have a lot of weapons. It's going to be based on how Teddy Bridgewater plays, of course, like any other team. I just think the Raiders have a complete team. I mean, uh, John Gruden has built that team up pretty good. Started off by trading Mac and... Ever since then, he's made an improvement on everything. Um, the team looks pretty good. Uh, the Panthers look pretty good. I think it would probably be a high-scoring game just because the defenses of both teams aren't the greatest. But I think the Raiders and Josh Jacobs will etch out the win. Now, this is going to be fun. This is Ben Wagon all over. The Bears are at the Lions. I think the Lions are going to win. <laughs> what do you think Hunter thinks? He thinks the Bears are going to win. I don't know why he still thinks Mitch is the greatest quarterback ever. It's weird. I don't understand it. He even signed him in fantasy football. It makes no sense. The guy can't throw a football. He did beat up Nick Foles, but I think that's kind of scary. Huh. He barely beat out a backup quarterback. It's, it's They're spending 30 plus million on two quarterbacks that can't quarterback. 
kind of it's kind of funny. Now the Bears do have a great defense. Um, other than that, the offense still sucks. You need a quarterback to get weapons like Allen Robinson the ball. Otherwise, it doesn't do anything. Um, the Lions, I am. They got rid of Darius Slay, and then signed Desmond Trufant. It's Darius Slay is a better corner. But they also drafted the best corner in the in the draft, so the Lions' def defensive like corners are going to be legit. I th I think they'll shut down the Bears' wide receivers for sure, and I'm pretty I'm pretty high on the Lions. Now I still don't think Patricia is a great co coach. Uh, I don't think they'll do any damage in that division because of Matt Patricia. But Matthew Stafford's back, and we'll we get to see Kenny Galladay and Matthew Stafford back. Um, the next noon game let's talk about the seahawks at the falcons now this is going to be a good game they're both good teams but hunter and i both agree that the seahawks are going to win this seahawks like ever since russell wilson's been in the nfl have been contenders and they should still be contenders they picked up jamal adams so that defense is going to be nasty again i don't want to say legion of boom nasty but it will be legit I guess Falcons still has Keanu uh, Neal. Now he'll play for probably three games and then he'll probably get hurt. Sadly, I love him as a safety, but he just can't stay in the field. He reminds me like, I don't want to say he's as good as Bob Sanders, but he reminds me of Bob Sanders with just always getting hurt by playing hard. And it's unfortunate because he's, he looked like he would be a good football player. And that's, that's what anyone likes. Now, my game of the week, not the game of the week, but my game of the week is the Dolphins at the Patriots. Now, it is good that it is at the Patriots home because otherwise I would feel like it would be a tougher game. Hunter and I both agree that the Patriots will win this one. Um, it should be a pretty good game. Gilmore gets a rematch on Devontae Parker. Last time they played, Devontae Parker lit him up for... Like a hundred yards, it was pretty nasty, and it costs and the Dolphins won, and it costs Patriots home field advantage. Um, other than that, I mean, it's it, the honestly, just face it, Patriots are a question mark this year. This is the only time they've been a question mark since in, since starting the two thousands. Uh, I, I think Cam Newton, he hasn't looked. There's been a report that the like Cam Newton has thrown like six or seven picks or something like that, and through less than sixty percent. But they are going against the greatest defensive backfield, in my opinion. And they have he has no one to throw to still. I mean, they have Edelman, James White, maybe Sony Michelle if he can play better than he did last year. He's looked faster, but. He looked really good last offseason. He did nothing this the last season. Um, the Patriots are interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to see all the rookies, uh, especially Keen and Asi Asi as the rookie tight ends. I want to see how they play. Um, Nikhil Harry has a huge year. This is a year that he has to show that he can play the, in the NFL. He's shown flashes in the offseason, but still disappointing, especially as a first-round pick. Like, look at people like A.J. Brown, Metcalf. Like, they're making plays for their team. Nikhil Harry, 
can barely make the field. So that's kind of sad. They get uh, Patriots did get rid of Mohamed Sanu recently because he was six and a half mil, and uh, quite frankly, he couldn't play in it. Like he he's not fast enough. Um, it's it really sucks that the Patriots spent a second round pick on a wide receiver for half a season that did nothing for us. But well, I can't say us. I'm not the Patriots, but for the Patriots, so that's kind of discerning. But. I still think the Patriots will beat the Dolphins. Uh, Fitzpatrick is going to be starting, and I think that's a bad move. That's the end of the noon games, so let's talk about the 3.05 p.m. Central's Standard Time games. We have first Chargers at the Bengals. This is going to, going to be exciting to see how Joe Burrow plays. Chargers... They lost Derwin James not too long ago, and they were starting Tyra Taylor until Chase Herbert can play. I guess this is I don't I, I don't know what's happening on this one. I think the Bengals are going to win. Hunter has the Chargers. It's a toss up for me. AJ Green seems like he wants to play. They have Joe Mixon. The Joe has everything he can. To be a decent quarterback. So it's just his time to shine. He's, he's a rookie. So you have to give him a little break. I. That, lose, Chargers losing Derwin James. Is a huge hit for that defensive backfield. And. they, I, I had him like top. Top three probably. Top five for sure. Defensive backfields. But after losing Derwin James. They're middle of the pack now. And I think. I think Bengals have a chance. The next game is my favorite Cardinals and at the 49ers. Now, I, which this is funny that the predictions is, I think the 49ers will win. Hunter thinks the cards will win. The main reason why I think the 49ers will win is just because it's a new season and Kyler Murray has a lot of new weapons. I like, got. Okay, I'm kind of flippy floppy. I kind of think the Cardinals are going to win due to the 49ers keep on getting all of the wide receivers hurt. Now they still have a good running game. Still, I think a still good defense. So it wouldn't shock me to see 49ers still win a close game. But I'm gonna I'm gonna change my pick and say the Cardinals are going to win. I, I I'm starting like since they keep on losing wide receivers. I wouldn't be shocked to see the Cardinals win this one. You have Kyler Murray. I forget the tight ends, but you have DeAndre Hopkins, Fitz, Kirk, Isabella, Kenyon Drake. That offense is set. Defense is pretty good. And I, I think the Cardinals will win. The next game is maybe the game of the week. Buccaneers at the Saints. You have Tom Brady and Gronk playing again. Versus the Saints and Drew Brees. This is going to be. I think this will be a high scoring game. Both defenses are pretty good. But. The Saints are always going to be a good team. And it's. This is. This is whenever the Buccaneers dream team can show what's up. They have Tom Brady. Gronk. OJ Howard. Cameron Brake, Brake, Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, Chris Godwin, everything else 
anyone else that any other old guy that wants to play football again, the Sean McCoy, Leonard Fournette, they just, I mean, the offense is stacked. They're beyond stacked. Now, the offensive line isn't the greatest, but Tom Brady is one of the best quarterbacks at getting rid of the ball. I think he improved a lot after the Super Bowls with Giants. But I have the Buccaneers winning, and Hunter has the Saints. Now, let's talk about Sunday Night Football. We have the Cowboys and the Rams. Ooh, this is going to be a good one. Hunter and I both agree the Cowboys are going to win. I think the Rams are... They're paying a lot of people a lot of money that prevents them from having the team that they probably could have. Sean McVay is a great head coach. And but I the Cowboys just have everything. There's no reason why the Cowboys don't win. They have everything. The cap and the offense is stacked. I mean the offense, defense, special everything's stacked. There's just a stacked team. And I wouldn't be shocked to see Earl Thomas go to the Cowboys. It's uh like I don't know. I get and I, I I wouldn't be shocked like after season like after after week one or Thomas signs with the Cowboys, but yeah, I mean, let's let's see what happens. I I really think the Cowboys are gonna win though. Monday Night Football special this edition. There's two games on Monday Night Football. That means I'll be up all night watching football. We have the Steelers at the Giants at six ten Central Standard Time. I think the Steelers will win. And Hunter thinks the Giants for some reason. The Giants just have so many puzzle pieces. It's probably because he has Barkley on our fantasy. Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger's back. They're going they did good like they did good with a third string quarterback. Imagine having a starting quarterback now. Ben Roethlisberger, he's coming back from an injury. He looks better than he I mean he has in a few years, so we'll see how that goes. The defense is still going to be stacked. I don't see the Giants scoring too many points on the Steelers. It is going to be a close game and one of those like kind of like I mean 14-10 games or 7-3 games. I mean I don't want to say 7-3 with today's rules, but like I wouldn't be shocked if it was 21-14 or somewhere around there. The last game of week one is at 9.20 Central Standard Time. On a Monday, we have the Titans at the Broncos. Now, at first, I had the Broncos winning. But I am changing my tune to the Titans due to Von Miller is out for the season due to a like an ankle tendon. I forgot exactly what is what his injury was. I don't. I'm not sure if Hunter still wants to keep his Broncos pick, but uh, that's he wants. He thinks the Broncos are going to win. I think the Titans are going to win. It's this year's big on for Tannehill. I mean, he got he got some money this offseason, and they just picked up Jadavian Clowney, so the Titans should be a legit team again. It's like like last year. The games depends on Tannehill making those crucial play action plays and Dick Henry tearing up the the defense. That's really how it goes. I'm pretty excited to see Drew Locke starting this season. I think he's a good quarterback. I hope he progresses and he's not just like a Baker Mayfield type. 
he seems like a good kid and uh, I like I like good people to do good but th this 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 Monday night football game is perfect for Monday night football. It, it's, I mean, it's, it seems like a Sunday night football game, really. I'm pretty excited about this week. Um, those are our picks. I hopefully this wasn't too boring for you. I know it's it's a lot more fun with two people, but Hunter is busy, and I I really wanted to get something out for week one. I mean, it's, I've been waiting for like I've been excited about football for maybe. I don't know, two, three, like weeks, like super excited, like wake up every day thinking about football. And it seems like football hasn't been around for years. It's crazy how long it's been, but I, uh, I'm pretty excited. I, I don't, I don't, I didn't really pick any. I don't think I picked any like upsets. Uh, I'm most excited. I think I'll most likely the games I'll be watching will be the Texans chiefs. Of course, the Patriots and Dolphins, uh, Cardinals and 49ers. And I'll be watching Cardinals, 49ers and Buccaneers Saints probably at the same time. And then, of course, I'll most likely watch the Steelers, Giants and the Titans, Broncos. Just those are the games I'm going to watch. Oh, of course, Sunday Night Football. I'll watch Cowboys and the Rams. I'll watch all of those games, which I mean, honestly, it's, I, I want to say it's almost half of them. It's like a fourth of the games I'll, I'll be watching. Uh, I'm, I've been, I'm a huge football fan. So this is, this is my time of the year. And then you also have basketball playoffs going on. Can't go, you can't get much better than that. But since it's just me, I'm going to cut this episode a little short, but like always follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our podcast, share with your friends. We do this because we love it but it helps whenever more people are watching we also have a patreon it can go from two dollars and to like i think ten dollars for different levels of involvement it's appreciated it's not necessary if you don't want to donate it's no big deal but like i said follow us on facebook ask questions comment post whatever you want it's a good time football season's back have a good one everybody